When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by the Oregonian and Oregon Live dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Ale. And I'm Vicki Connor. Together, we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And today, we're headed to one of the most beloved recreation areas on Mount Hood, the gorgeous Salmon River Trail. That's right, Vicki. While there are lots of good places to hike on and around Oregon's tallest mountain, there are a few places as well-loved as the Salmon River Trail. It's a place for day hiking, backpacking, trail running, laying out by the river, just enjoying some time with the trees. And while it's not really a good destination when there's a bunch of snow on the mountain, it is a good place to go on a rainy day, that rare winter sunny day, um, or just a good spot to add to your list for next spring and summer. Absolutely. And both of us recently went to the Salmon River Trail, so I can't wait to talk about Mm -hmm. each of our adventures there. But yeah, this is a really beautiful spot and so easy to access from Portland. That's the thing. It's, you know, from my house, I live in Southeast Portland. It was like 45, 50 minutes just on 26. The trailhead is not too far off off the highway. So pretty, pretty quick little drive from Portland to get there. Yeah. I went about two or three weekends ago on like a really nice end of fall day and the weather was beautiful. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is the perfect uh, excuse to get out on a trail because I (laughs) I myself have been suffering from that like, oh, it's raining and I'm not going to go outside type of mentality. (laughs) And this trail kind of like pulled me out of that funk a little bit. So I loved it. Ah. God, it's 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 such a nice spot to go. That's the thing. It's just such a nice place. It's and I feel like, you know, there's a lot of different sort of vibes of hikes on Mount Hood. You know, you've got some of the waterfalls, you've got some of the lakes, um, obviously some places with like huge views of the mountain. Um, this is just one of those like nice forested hikes where you get that kind of like old growth forest, the big moss hanging from the trees, that rushing river. Um, you know, just it's it's one of those sort of quieter, um, nicer, cozier hikes, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And you can't beat just the sound of the river running by, like when you're on that part of the trail that's mm. super close to the river. When did you go most recently, Jamie? I, I went at the very end of November. So kind of like, you know, towards the, the second half of fall, 
uh, on like mm -hmm. a frosty morning. So it wasn't any snow on the ground or ice or anything, but it was just like really crisp and kind of frosty. It was really nice. Well, before we uh, talk about our recent trips there, let's get into the specs a little bit about this trail. I, I only did a portion of it when I went recently, but um, how long exactly is the Salmon River Trail? So the, the whole trail itself runs 14 miles um, along the Salmon River through the Salmon Huckleberry Wilderness on the south side of Mount Hood. So 14 miles end to end, but uh, most people don't do like an out and back to the end and back because that's 28 miles of hiking and that's a lot. Um, certainly backpackable if you want to do that. Um, I think a lot of folks kind of just take a piece at a time out of the Salmon River Trail. So there's two trailheads, um, the Salmon River West Trailhead, and there's another one on the east side of the trail. The Western Trailhead, it, as far as I know, is the more popular one. Um, it's mm -hmm. the closer one to Portland. It's really easily accessible off of a highway, like we said. And um, there's, you know, a, a space for many cars to park there, which is always a plus. Yep. Also to note about this trail, it's dog friendly. I brought Stella along with me um, on my recent trip there. And I think what's great about this is that if you do like the first portion, I would say up until like the first two miles in, if you wanted to do a four mile round trip hike, it's pretty flat. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a little bit of hill right at the beginning, but then you're walking through this like covered trail along the river um, in that canopy of trees. The trail was just very well graded and it made for a, a really relaxing run when I went. Mm -hmm. Um, and then after you hit that first like two mile portion, then you start really gaining some elevation <laughs> to that viewpoint. Yeah, that's that's what I noticed too. You know, it, I, I rated this as like a, a moderately easy hike um, or maybe moderate, you know, given that last push, like you said, uphill. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I think when you when you first start, there's some rockier portions. Um, it's kind of along these this sort of more of a cliff, uh, not a short cliff, not a high cliff. This is rockier portions above the river. That folks who have like mobility issues, you know, or ankle issues might want to watch out for. But once you get over that first rocky section, yeah, like you said, Vicky, super flat, very shaded, a great spot for the summertime because you have all these really big trees with a bunch of little river access points. So if you're like someone who wants to go sit by the water, you know, um, take a dip, sit in the sun, sit in the shade, um, this is such a nice spot for doing that. It totally is. While on my run, I was seeing all those spots and I was just like daydreaming of warm days <laughs> yeah, by the river, yeah. not wearing my gloves and like my little <laughs> ear covers. Yeah, I was doing the exact same thing. It, we should note, this is like a really popular area. Um, you know, I, you know I, I, I didn't get a ton of emails of people getting mad at me for this one, but I got at least a couple of, of comments of people saying like, this is already so crowded. How dare you? Um, and folks who, who get upset about that, I just, you know, nudge you over to our most recent episode about Instagram and overcrowding. But that said, this, this is a really popular area already. So in the summertime on weekends, um, you're definitely going to see a lot of other people there. Um, when I was there, it was a, I think like a Tuesday, again, the end of November, there were, I think, three or four other cars there. Um, so definitely other people. Vicky, how, how crowded was it when you were there? There were a number of other people there for like, you know, 2 p.m. on a Saturday. So mm -hmm. I 
can imagine that in the summertime it gets pretty darn crowded. Yeah, there were like lots of people I was passing who are coming back while I was going in. Lots of other dogs on the trail. I imagine though that probably as you as further you go on, the less crowded it becomes. Yeah, yeah, I think definitely, especially past that 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 viewpoint, um, yeah. I think it gets a lot better. So let's let's get into sort of how how to do this and how each of us did this. So we keep talking about the viewpoint. There is mm-hmm. this really spectacular viewpoint that is, what is it, about three and a half miles? Does that sound right, Vicky? Yeah, yeah, about three and a half miles in. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like you said, once you go about a mile and a half um, past that for initial flat area with all the little river access points, you enter into the Salmon Huckleberry Wilderness and it starts to go uphill pretty much immediately. And it's not mm-hmm. like a crazy incline. Um, it's definitely like a a steady climb up the hill and it does that for about another two miles and you get to this really spectacular viewpoint. Um, Vicki, what did you think about this, this view? It was amazing. I feel like you just look out into this vast valley of trees (laughs) and it's just like you see, see like the different hills in front of you and it's like, Oh my gosh, it's just trees on trees on trees. I went kind of around sunset. So it was beautiful, soft lighting. Yeah. And at that point in the trail, not too many people were around. There was one other person at the viewpoint, and he was just sitting on the on the rock ledge there, looking out in into the scenery. And it's a great place to just sit, have a snack, like <laughs> ponder life as you're looking out into the trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a big expansive. It's not a view of of like Mount Hood. Um, you don't get that there, but you kind of get into that those like rolling mountain tree covered, like you said, Vicky, just a beautiful sight. Just before you get to that viewpoint, the trail does fork into two directions. And one sort of goes just on the cliffs just below the viewpoint. And the left side kind of goes up to the flatter area on that viewpoint itself. They do loop back around. So what I like to do is just take one direction, see the view, then go back around and see the view from a slightly different vantage point and head back. It's a really nice way to do it. So I, I clock that from the trailhead that little loop and back is seven and a half miles round trip. Not too bad. Really, really pretty, pretty good hike. Yeah. And uh, as I mentioned, I had gone kind of late in the day. And so I felt like I was trying to beat the sun back to my car before it set. <laughs> and for being so close to Portland, it was a great little like, all right, there's still time left in these like short winter days. I can still make it there and get to my car before it's dark. So I kind of did exactly that. <laughs> Vicky, how strenuous of a trail run did you find this, this particular trail? The first part of the trail run, I was like, all right, my normal little little pace here. I'm not I'm not speeding through any of my trail runs, to be honest, but it was like, the first part, this is great. We're having a great time. It's flat. Towards that viewpoint, okay, more like walking. A little pep in the stuff. <laughs> then on the way back it's like all right we can we can run and you know watch our footing and whatnot but yeah it's definitely a push towards that towards that viewpoint yeah you know I, as a hiker i found this like found myself definitely breathing um <laughs> breathing heavy uh <laughs> towards the end there but you know i i found it like it wasn't certainly wasn't the most difficult hike in that area that no. i've done Um, but it, it, it definitely, I think it was like a good sort of like, you know, end of season or beginning of season hike. Like I thought like, this is a great spot to go back to when it opens up in the spring, lower elevation, 
Snow is going to melt there first, and it's going to get your legs moving um, to sort of start the season, get you back into the feeling of hiking or trail running or doing whatever it is you do there. Yeah, I was about to say it's a great end of end of season thing to do because you're like, all right, well, <laughs> it's not summer. I'm not in that like hiking every weekend uh, state right now. So when I was going uphill, I was like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, there's that heavy <laughs> breath. <laughs> haven't experienced that in a while. <laughs> I haven't breathed like this in a few months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great to be like, I can still do this. Yeah, exactly. All right, look at me go. I can hike. <laughs> so uh, another great uh, option, as we've mentioned, there's um, there's sites along the river where you can camp, and so makes it a great little backpacking trip. Or depending how long, it could be a, a bigger backpacking trip. Tons of really great campsites there. I was thinking, mm-hmm. like you know, if you have beginner backpackers or you have kids, yeah such a good spot to go backpacking because it's just a couple miles in pretty easy. And if you want to go hike up that hill, you can do that. And it's a great viewpoint there. Um, if you want to stay down by the river, you can do that too. And if folks Mm -hmm. really want to get adventurous, you can hike past that viewpoint and keep going, you know, for many, many more miles into the depths of the wilderness. Um, you know, we have not done that. We have not gone in that deep, but certainly people do, and it, there's lots lots more great scenery, um, quiet forest to find deeper onto the Salmon River Trail. Are there other connecting trails in the Salmon River Trail where you can go further on to adventure? Yeah, I mean, there are definitely a lot of trails in this area. The Salmon Huckleberry Wilderness is pretty big, and there's a bunch of really good hikes in here. So if you wanted to spend several days backpacking, if, that, if you're that kind of person, um, you can really get up to a lot in this area. So obviously the Salmon River Trail, like we said, runs 14 miles. It's quite long. Um, there's a, a bunch of other stuff in here. Devil's Peak is another place, another destination you can get to. Near the Salmon River Trail is a place called Green Canyon. Um, that's a trail that will take you over to Devil's Peak, among other things. Um, there's Salmon Butte, which is another sort of hike up to get to. And that trail also kind of starts near the, this Western Salmon River Trail trailhead. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. You can uh, you know, make your way over towards government camp. Um, you know, there, there's just, I mean, so much. <laughs> I think, yeah. you know, ultimately you can probably hike even over to some of the lakes over there um, that are like just south, like Timothy Lake. Um you know, the Pacific Crest Trail runs through this area. So, I mean, if you really want to pick out a, a lengthy backpacking kind of adventure, you can just plan it out. Know that some of these trails in there do get a little bit rough. The Salmon River Trail itself is pretty well maintained. Um, they can't be said for everything. So make sure that you are well prepared to do that. You've got the right supplies, that you know the weather's what the weather's going to do, or at least be very well prepared for any kind of weather that may blow through there. This is, the, this is the mountain, as you said before. Stuff happens up there. Um, storms blow through. Snow comes. You just need to be ready for whatever you're doing. Um, basically, any time of year, you're trying to backpack in there. So let's pivot into some of the other things that you can do on the Salmon River Trail. And, you know, we've gotten, you know, 20 minutes into this episode without mentioning you can see some salmon (laughs) potentially (laughs) in the salmon river. So unfortunately when I went, I I did not see any salmon spawning. I think it was like, you know, I had missed that, that window. Yeah. Take a look for them. Um, I mean, salmon tend to 
to spawn in the fall, you know, um, I think, you know, they, they say like when the rains return is kind of when salmon tend to return. Um, so, you know, you can definitely look for that. Um, this is, you know, part of this trail is in wilderness. Part of it is not in wilderness. So wilderness restrictions apply for part of it. As we said that, you know, that kind of mile and a half just before it starts to go uphill is where you end up in wilderness. But the whole first half of the trail, that first portion is, is not. So there are fewer restrictions in there, but, um, you know, I would say this is not a great, um, mountain biking destination. Um, I'm not sure if they're fully not allowed there, but I would say just don't do this. It's not a great, a great spot to do it. And definitely in the wilderness, you can't do that anyway. Um, you know, uh, but like, if you're, you know, someone who wants, like we said, just enjoying some river time, I think this is a great place to do that. Um, you can definitely find some salmon in that river. You can set a campfire. You can put out your tent, put out a hammock. I mean, you know, I think that's the thing to do there. And I think that's what makes it so popular in that first mile and a half of the trail is people go out there, they find a spot by the river, they set up for the day and they enjoy themselves. And so I think that's what you're going to find most people probably doing there. That's what I'm going to plan to do in the summertime once it starts getting warm. <laughs> do you need any special permits to try and go fishing here? Yeah. So fishing, um, from what we're able to tell here, uh, neither of us are, are big fishing people, but from what we can tell, fishing is limited to trout during the summer along the Salmon River. Um, in the wilderness, it's basically just catch and release is what you're allowed to do there. Um, so, you know, I, I would say if you're looking to do some fishing, definitely check in, um, with us forest service or Oregon department of fish and wildlife, um, to find out more details about it. Um, but it sounds like it, it's, it's not like, you know, you're able to go to a mirror lake and do fishing. Um, it's going to be a little bit more restricted than that. Anything else, uh, activity wise you can think of, uh, along, along Salmon River Trail, Jamie? I honestly feel like we've covered it. Um, you know, I think again, like we said, lounging by the river, number one thing to do there, hiking, day hiking is the number two and backpacking and probably the number three, number three thing people do there. Um, really good, easy, close in destination to do all of those things. Um, like we said, summertime weekends or probably any day in the summer, you're going to find flocks of people there. Um, even like you experienced Vicky, definitely a lot of people there on nice weekends in the winter when normally you wouldn't be able to hike this trail. Um, do not go if there's snow there. Um, while those easier portions are probably fine in the snow, there's some rockier portions at the very beginning that I think are probably gonna be pretty dicey if it's ice out there. Um, so I, I'm going to go ahead and recommend folks don't do this in the dead of winter if there's a bunch of snow on the mountain. But if we get a nice mild winter like we have and not a lot of snow at that elevation, it's a great rainy day hike. It's a great sunny day hike. Um, it, it's just a really nice destination. And I think the thing about this too is the vibe of this trail. I don't know if you notice this, Vicky, but it's like something about the big trees, the big moss, um, the plants, the Oregon grape out there. I mean, there's just all kinds of really, really good plants and it just feels good to be there. That's the thing. Yes. There were multiple times where I would just stop during my run and be like, that tree is huge. <laughs> um, I also, I love the little like foot bridges um, over, over the water. Those are really fun too. 
And then also say, again, I think I was a little too late for when I went and did this trail, but I read some reviews on all trails saying uh, the mushrooms here during the fall Mm. are incredible as well. Yeah, I've heard that too. I bet this is like one of those really popular mushroom hunting spots, like a good beginner spot where you you got a trail, you know where it is. Um, That's got to get so picked over pretty quickly though, huh? I imagine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh. Well, like we said, find a nice sunny weekend day or weekday to do it this season or put on your list for next spring, summer, fall. Um, you know, just make sure you go check it out. I think this is a special spot. I'm glad I finally went. I had enough people telling me they love the salmon river trail. Finally, I went and did it and I'm so glad that I did. Honestly, same here. And I am dreaming up the the sunny summer days when I will make my return. Well, folks, that will do it for us for today. So until next time, you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel, as well as HereIsOregon.com. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast, as well as our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details at OregonLive.com slash pod support. Also, if you're a fan of the show and you're interested in potentially sponsoring it, you can get in touch with our marketing people at advertise at Oregonian.com. This episode of the show is produced by me, Vicki Connor, alongside Jamie Hale. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.